I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, February 19th. Hope you're having a good day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, that is our local station here in Roanoke Rapids and the surrounding area. Uh, those that are listening today online, our radio app, thank you for tuning in. And then those on the podcast today, we welcome you. And then Facebook and YouTube, we welcome those who are uh, watching and listening today. And I hope you're having a good day. It is a beautiful day. It's I thought this morning was just a little chilly, but it's sunny and uh, it's beautiful. And we had a great day yesterday in church. And it was yesterday was a nice day. And uh, tonight is the start of our winter revival with uh, Brother Ricky Gravely. Uh, he'll be preaching. And then the Rains family will be singing. And uh, you don't want to miss tonight, Monday night and Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll not have service Wednesday night. We won't have our midweek service on Wednesday and master clubs and all of that. But we've got Monday night, Tuesday night revival, and I hope you plan to join us. We'll look forward to a great time together. We had a great service last night. Uh, we were able to share some um, some vision for Victory Christian Academy. And I'm very excited about that. And I hope that, uh, hope first of all, I hope that you were here last night. But if you missed it, I hope you'll go back and watch that service. And uh, we'll get something posted probably this week, I'm guessing, with uh, some of the renderings and some of the uh, plans that we have. And uh, I'd ask you to pray. Uh, pray about what God would have you to do for that project. And uh, I'd like to see that project uh, not take forever and ever and ever, but I'd like to see that project get started and uh, just get rolling with those phases uh, of the building. And so we're excited about that. Um, I mentioned revival. Uh, I cannot believe February is almost over. This next Sunday uh, is the last Sunday in February, just around the corner. It's hard to believe, uh, but God has been so, so good. And I hope you're uh, having a great day. Happy birthday yesterday to Charles Bethany. A happy birthday yesterday also to Teresa Etheridge. Hope you folks had a great day. And then today, a happy birthday to Bailey Garris and a happy birthday to Jane Glover. I hope you uh, young ladies have a wonderful day today and a happy birthday to you. Let's be much in prayer for our church. Uh, let's pray for our school. Let's pray for our missionaries. Uh, pray for all of our uh, church ministries. Pray for our members. Pray for those who are sick. Pray for those in the hospital. Uh, let's uh, pray that God would help us and use us. Pray for our country, uh, the United States of America. Here we are, 2024 election year. Uh, and really, primaries are just right around the corner. hope you get out and vote. And I hope you'll pray. And I hope you'll uh, pray that God would do something great. We're not just talking about what um, politicians can do or what government officials can do, but we need God to do a great work in our nation and to turn this nation back to God. That's the answer. And so hope you be much in prayer for our country. Well, let's uh, pray for the service tonight, 7 o'clock, and I uh, hope you'll plan to be here. If you're, if you're not physically able, 
uh, to be at church tonight, then I hope you will tune in uh, online. Hope you'll listen in on the radio. But if you can physically be at church tonight, you don't want to miss it. It'll be a great service. We're going to go to a song. Here's a song by the Reigns family. This is the family that will be with us tonight singing, and I think you'll enjoy this great song, I've Got to Tell. And uh, I think it'll be a blessing, and then we'll get right into our Bible study right after the song. Amen. I hope you've got something to tell about how good God has been to you. I, I was preaching last night about uh, the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 where the Holy Spirit came down on those disciples that were gathered in the upper room. And uh, it's interesting that the Holy Spirit came down and rested upon those disciples. And the Bible says it was the appearance of, of uh, cloven tongues of fire. And uh, our, our tongue needs to have a fire. 
Our tongue needs to have uh, the, the filling of the Holy Spirit so that we will share the gospel, so we will talk about the goodness of God. Uh, that's, what, that's what Pentecost was all about. It was the Holy Spirit empowering uh, those men to be able to speak. And the Bible says that all of the people that were gathered there for that Jewish uh, festival, for that feast of Pentecost, the, uh, the, the, the Feast of Harvest, all those people were there and they said, we don't understand this. We are all hearing the Word of God. We're hearing it in our own language. And uh, what a miracle uh, God gave to those disciples the power to preach so that all the people that were there could hear it in their own language. What a, what a miracle that was. And so I thank God for that great song. By the way, uh, today, I hope you will pray for our school. We mentioned that, that our school is out today uh, for President's Day, uh, February 19th. Uh, also, for our church members, you've heard me say this before, but uh, this was the day uh, eight years ago that my dad uh, went home to be with the Lord. And so February 19th will always be a special day for me. My dad's birthday was February 22nd, and uh, he uh, passed away. He was 59 years old, three days before his 60th birthday. And uh, I thank God for heaven, and I'm so thankful for the promise that we have uh, to see our loved ones again. And soon and very soon, I believe uh, we will see them. I believe Jesus is coming soon, and that trumpet could sound today. And I'm excited about uh, our revival tonight, and I know we've got a lot of folks in our church who have uh, gone through some difficult times. We had a lot that lost loved ones here in the last couple weeks. And uh, I thank God for church. I thank God for preaching. I thank God for the singing. I thank God just for the fellowship that we can have to be together. And uh, don't stay home tonight. Be in church, 7 o'clock. We'll look forward to a great revival service uh, beginning tonight. We are in Jeremiah chapter 2, and I appreciate so much our assistant pastors, Brother Nathan, Brother David, Brother Daniel. Uh, we also have another assistant pastor, Brother Dan, but he was tied up at the school last week. And so I appreciate Brother uh, Nathan, Brother David, Brother Daniel. They filled in last week on the winning side. And uh, Joanna and I, we were able to get away last week, and uh, our church gave us a, uh, a getaway for our 10-year anniversary of being here at Victory. And uh, I missed being here. I missed being on the winning side and the, the radio. Uh, but I'm so thankful for our guys filling in. And I know they did a great job. I heard so many good reports. So we're back in Jeremiah chapter 2. And if you remember, this is the first message that Jeremiah is preaching to Judah. Now, they still, on the outside, they would appear like they're doing okay. Uh, they have seen some revival because of Josiah and his leadership and the decisions that he made for the nation of Judah. But it seems like that there was so much emphasis for the people on an outward reformation instead of an inward transformation. And I want to tell you, I think we ought to do our best. I think we ought to look good, and I think we ought to have a good testimony, and I think we ought to be an example and let our light so shine before men. But don't ever forget that God sees the heart, and God is looking at what's on the inside. And so Jeremiah is preaching to these people, and he is telling them, he said, something is wrong. Uh, you used to love God, and you used to follow after God, but not anymore. And God asked the question, he said, what iniquity have your fathers found in me? Uh, why have you forsaken me? Uh, and why have you uh, hewn out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water? They had forsaken God and they had gotten away from God. And now we get to verse number um, 17. 
And God asks his people, he says, hast thou not procured this unto thyself in that thou hast forsaken the Lord thy God when he led thee by the way? That word procure, it means to, to receive or to obtain something. And God says, you have received what you brought upon yourself. Uh, you have received judgment and it's your fault. You are the one that brought this upon you. Uh, they would become slaves and they would be conquered by their enemies. And God says, it is going to be your own fault. He said, you've forsaken me. I led you. Uh, by the way, I brought you out of the wilderness. I brought you out of Egypt. I brought you to this land. And yet you forsook me. Verse number 18. And now what hast thou to do in the way of Egypt? to drink the waters of Sihor, or what hast thou to do in the way of Assyria, to drink the waters of the river? Uh, they went after other nations. They were seeking protection from other nations. They were worshiping the gods of other nations. Uh, they, they had forsaken the fountain of living waters, and they were going after other sources. The Bible uses the expression of these rivers from these other countries. And I want to tell you, as it says in the Gospel of John, uh, Jesus Christ is the water of life. He is the living water. And uh, you drink after Christ and you'll never thirst again, but you go after the things of this world, they will leave you empty and they will leave you thirsty and they will leave you unfulfilled. We get to verse number 19. And God says to his people, thine own wickedness shall correct thee and thy backslidings shall reprove thee. Know therefore and see that it is an evil thing and bitter that thou hast forsaken the Lord thy God and that my fear is not in thee, saith the Lord God of hosts. We see in verse 19, we see that there is a built-in punishment for wickedness and backsliding. God says, your own wickedness will correct you. It's interesting that God uses the word in here, bitter. Uh, bitter, it means to be discontented. It means to be angry. It means to be heavy. And when people forsake God, can I tell you this? They will always be bitter and they will always be angry. And many times they'll lash out at everybody else. And you notice it'll be everybody else's fault. Uh, you forsake God, you get away from the Bible, you get away from prayer, you get away from church. And so many times you will lash out at everybody else thinking everybody else is the problem. But friend, everybody else is not the problem. It's your fault if you get away from God. It is my fault if I get away from God because we know better. We've experienced what it's like to walk with God. We've experienced the joy uh, it is of walking with Jesus. And when you, when you get away from that, you find that there is a built-in punishment. Uh, there is guilt. Uh, there is a bitterness, there is a, an anger, there is a frustration when you forsake the Lord, when you do not truly fear or in reverence God, you can say what you want, but that punishment will come and that punishment will be something that you will suffer for. Thine own wickedness shall correct thee. Did you know that sin always has consequences? Uh, did you... Do you know that, that, that forsaking God always leads to a life of regret? That's why today it'd be so much better to not go down that path 
It'd be better to stay close to God. You don't have to backslide. Uh, backsliding doesn't happen overnight. Uh, backsliding doesn't happen all at once. It happens very, very gradual, just a little bit at a time. And it always starts in the heart. May God help us to have heart, a heart that is right with God. May, may God help us to have a heart that is in tune with God and stay close to God every day so that we don't have to go down this path of backsliding that the nation of Judah went down. Uh, it's amazing. They got away from God, but God still loved them. God still cared about them. God was still reaching out, giving them opportunity after opportunity to come back to Him. And friend, if you're getting away from God today, I want to tell you, God is waiting with arms wide open, arms outstretched for you today to come back to Him. Won't you come back to the Lord today? Uh, I like that song we sing, uh, sometimes for invitation, I've wandered far away from God, but now I'm coming home. Today would be a good day to come home and to get right with God. Hope you have a great day. We'll look forward to seeing you tonight for our revival. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.